3: watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Morensi and I'm on the grid, and I'm also on the clock. The countdown is on. We've got three uh, MAC games on the board, and uh, we've got the NBA draft uh, this evening coming up at 8 o'clock Eastern. So the NBA draft is off the board at 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, MAAC-tion goes off all three games at 7 o'clock. We've got picks for all the games as we continue to light up uh, the MAC, like a big spliff in the back of Willie Nelson's tour bus. Uh, Willie Nelson on the road again. And we're on the road again tonight in the MAC. Last week, last week, nine and three in the MAC. And uh, last night, five and one uh, in the MAC. Nice. And before every MAC game and every MAC night, I'm pretty much scared and worried about the games, but it's been working out. And we're ready to pull the trigger tonight, Camp.
4: Yeah, it's kind of ironic, you know, you go into the NFL with confidence and sometimes you're like, what the hell happened? You go into the MAC game scared and you're winning games. So good call on uh, those games. And that was a crazy cover by Kent State late in that game. They just laid it on thick. Akron was playing awesome. They were exchanging points and then the cream of the crop step up. They stepped up in the second half and really like just put it down their throats. And that's the one thing about these MAC games, even in comparison to other conferences, the swings. Usually, you know, sometimes the loser team will hang around for a while, but the better team to crush, 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 and we'll see what happens tonight. We got one tight spread with uh, Central Michigan and Western Michigan, but a couple other uh, big ones. We'll see where we go tonight. I might ride your
3: way, but uh, I have some opinions on these games too. And last night uh, I did a college football teaser, which I normally don't do. And the craziest thing to do would be to do a teaser when the spread is like 30, 31, 32 and a half, Mm -hmm. but it really wasn't, Kev. Buffalo were o- overpriced last night. And yep. I got the teaser. It was 31 and a half. So it was 24 and a half. I got the number. And what? They won by 26 or 25? Or <laughs> yeah, 25. Or whatever. I think it was 25. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, the teaser actually worked. Like, there, it, it was did. actually like, wow, I look smart for, for busting the teaser out on that game. My only loss last night in the MAC was Buffalo laying the 31 uh, mm-hmm. points. 31 and a half. I bought the half point. They didn't cover. It's a monster number. We talked about it. Um, I was surprised the game actually went over the number. It barely got there. It was 58, 58 and a half against to 59. It barely gets there. Kent State do that every week, though, Cam, in the Akron game. Kent State, they they score like 35, 40, 42 points oh, every yeah. second half. It seems these guys, they dial it up uh, tonight. You know, listen, tonight we've got a much more competitive board uh, in the MAC. Uh, You know, there's no 30-and-a-half point spreads or anything like that. The biggest number that we have is 14-and-a-half right now. Fanduel Ball State, 14-and-a-half over under, 60-and-a-half. And And it's interesting, both Ball State games this year, guys, both games, they played two games, they won 38-31 and they lost Mm 38-31. They've had the exact score in both games. So 69 points have been put up in both contests. Uh, we'll break down the numbers. They take on Northern Illinois. Toledo, who of course had their heart broken last week, uh, Western Michigan did the old Damarino fake spike. And um, uh, Western Michigan came back and won. Toledo, six and a half point favorites uh, against an Eastern Michigan uh, team that all they do is cover point spreads. Nobody ever wants to take them. It'll be the similar situation tonight. Every breakdown that I saw, Cam, every preview, Toledo, 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 Eastern Michigan can't do this. Eastern Michigan can't do that. One thing that Eastern Michigan can do is cover point spreads. All right? These guys are just a covering machine, uh, Eastern Michigan. So they're getting six and a half. The total is 61 and a half. And then the marquee matchup uh, tonight, Western Michigan and Central uh, Michigan. Fun football game here. Western Michigan, half-point favorites on the road right now. Shout-out to our radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Brentsworth. Can't get win a Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. A lot of stuff to get to, and uh, we've got to do it in a condensed uh, time tonight. The NBA draft is coming up. We've got a special yep. NBA draft coverage taking over at 8 o'clock Eastern this evening. So Lou Gamblu, Lou, will step up and in like he does uh, every Wednesday. We'll talk UFC. It's UFC 255. A couple of uh, championship fights uh, on the card. We're going to break it down with Lou. We'll talk a little NFL. Uh, with Lou, me and Cameron getting into the uh, the Mac. Pete Yannapolis, former assistant coach with the UMass Minutemen, RDS Television, basketball lifer. Um, he's going to join us. We'll talk about the NBA draft. The rumors. There's more rumors right now uh, surrounding <laughs> the NBA camp in a high school cafeteria. And I, whatever. I agree. I'm not yeah. buying in. The latest one is Blake Griffin from Detroit to yeah. Golden State for Wiggins and the no. swap with a pick. And I don't believe the Golden State Warriors are stupid enough to take uh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, the guy, he's hurt more than you or I, and I'm breaking yeah. down. Let me tell you. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, you know, both. Yep. I think I'm in better shape than Blake <laughs> Griffin is.
4: The guy makes like forty-eight million dollars a year. I'm not. Like that. I'm not in. I'm not in better shape than Blake Griffin. But I will Neither tell you mind. this: this this guy is. You're right, though. On the one thing, his career path it's declining. The injuries are catching up with him. He's getting older real quick, and that's what happens. No, I would not take a risk with him when he's out so many games. I agree.
3: So uh, NBA draft, uh, Fanduel's doing a great job uh, when you compare it to other sports books out there. The amount of props and different options uh, that they have. Uh, to bet, so you can bet on the number one pick, and it's amazing, uh, man. We talked about this earlier in the week. I brought this up on Sports Rage uh, on Sunday night. We talked about the uh, the segment we did with Big Men on Campus, and Lamelo Ball was minus two ten to be the top mm-hmm. pick, and we're like, wow, that that's not, it's, it's no, it's no guarantees the top pick, no guarantees the top pick. Right now, Anthony Edwards is minus two sixty. To be the yes. top pick. And I would <laughs> I guess say they the know same something. thing, Ken. Yeah, no, but I would say the same thing. I don't know. Man. I don't know if it's a guarantee. Nobody knows anything. No, this, like I will get into this. Nobody knows anything about anything. NBA GMs don't leak anything. The players didn't work out. I just read a story. They were saying that basically 10 to 12 NBA GMs are just completely throwing darts tonight. <laughs> <Game> <laughs> My decisions uh, continues. I am Gabriel Morrenti. We're kicking it with reddit Cam Store. We got a jam packed uh, two hours for you. Uh, Pistol Pete Annapolis is going to step up and in. Nice, nice. Uh, joining us. Yeah, I Pistol like the nickname. Pete. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, amazing. I, that's it's a good, good name, but come on, it, Pistol,
5: Pistol it's, Pete Man. Yeah,
3: yeah, Pete Maravich. You know, like,
5: yeah.
4: yeah, but I like Pistol Pete. It's nice. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a positive. You know what it is? If you give you a guy a is? good nickname like that, he's like, yeah, like it's a. Pistol Pete Maravich is amazing. One of the best trick ballers
3: ever. Come oh. on. <laughs> Pistol, yeah, Pistol Pete Annapolis. It sounds like it's just too good not to use. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100%. And the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, our Pistol Pete, he's he's packing. He's like, oh, bang, 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 bang. Pistol Pete can break it. Like, you're going to be named. I, I can't just name anybody Pistol Pete, right? I don't call everybody mm-hmm. uh, Pistol Pete. Uh, but Pete Annapolis uh, really, really, um, you know, can break this down uh, for us. Great insight um, to the NBA and college basketball for Pianapolis. We'll uh, break it down with him. So as I mentioned, uh, Anthony Edwards is now minus 260. Now, this is one of these classic cases in which, you know, you always want to play both sides if you can, if you can get plus money across the board, right? And Anthony Edwards was plus 165 on Sunday night, and and ball was minus 210. Mm -hmm. We talked about the segment on the show. And I did not click it right away. So I was sort of, you know, and then after the show, I was like, you know what? That number really is wrong. Like, it's not just like talk show. You know, we didn't just kill a segment talking about that. Like, that's true. That number is wrong. Mm -hmm. By the time I got to it, it was down to plus 135. So I lost 30 cents on it. But you see the massive swing on this right now. And I'll tell you what, guys, there's no guarantee that Anthony Edwards. This isn't like Joe Burrow in the NFL draft. This isn't exactly. like Zion Williamson last year, all right? They're, you know, it's a deep draft. Uh, scouts love this draft from basically like 10 through 40. But they're not in love with it. Like, there are there game changers? Well, we'll find out in three, four, five years, right? When people say, yeah. oh, there's no stars in this draft, we don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, if everyone knew, Michael Jordan would have went first in the draft, right? Correct. Tom Brady wouldn't have went in the sixth round. So there's great, great players, guys, that aren't top five picks, seven picks, top 20 picks uh, even, et cetera. So it's a deep draft, mm-hmm. but none of these teams, can are really in love with any of these top players. It's not like the T-Wolves are like, we need to get Anthony Edwards. all oh, like, oh, we're so lucky we won the lottery in an Anthony Edwards year. No, like he's there. Is he the best one? Maybe. Is he the fit for them? I don't know, does LaMelo Ball have the most upside? Probably, but he also has the most baggage uh, as well, right? So so Edwards is minus 260 right now. LaMelo Ball is plus 180. You can make an argument now that you can roll the dice with Ball as an underdog. Mm -hmm. And the one thing is, although I think the trades would have happened by now, Cam, uh, the thing is you never know if there's trades. And there's all kinds of crazy talk about the Pistons moving up, about – about what what's Michael Jordan up to. That's what I look forward to Pete's take. Michael Jordan runs Charlotte guys. They have nice brand new nice uniforms. Buzz City, mm-hmm. love it. Um and I'll tell you what, the Charlotte Hornets have never had cool uniforms in the history of their franchise. They finally do. So but they got to get some cool players now. Supposedly Jordan likes um likes Wiseman and he likes the kid from USC, Akangwu. Yeah, um, I guess. Have that guess. fun saying that. Uh, fun saying yes. that. On a on a congo. I guess we'll have to get used to saying because the kid's going to be yeah. in the NBA. So Correct. I don't know what Jordan's going to do, but my educated, uneducated guess, I should say, because uh, I'm a very uneducated man, is that Michael Jordan does not take ball. I don't think he's going to want to deal with I the agree. father at all. I don't think mm-hmm. I think he'll think that the winning pedigree isn't there, that he's all flash. Jordan is like the antithesis of a ball. They're completely different. The balls are all flash. Jordan's all substance. So Jordan's—I I don't think Jordan goes with ball, but he's pretty damn good. this whole thing. And then you know it gets to all right. Who? How far does ball drop? These are the updated numbers. So Anthony Edwards minus two sixty to be the first pick. Lamelo Ball plus one eighty to be the second pick. James Wiseman uh, is to be the first uh, second in the odds. James Wiseman is six to one to be the first pick. And then uh, Avia is like, um, you know, it's a massive drop after that. But you can bet LaMelo Ball or Wiseman to be the second pick. And remember yesterday, Cam, we told everybody, you and I discussed this, James Wiseman, James Wiseman was minus 170 to be the second pick. We said, jump in on this. I got in on it. James Wiseman is now minus 310 to be the oh second my pick. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You said it, man. Since there's no I Joe know. Burrow, these numbers. Our are advice nuts. has been good, but our yes. advice has been good this week. I call. I called You know, we called the 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 the, the Wiseman stuff. You agreed yesterday. Minus one seventy, good yep. bet. It's minus three ten right now, guys. All right. So Lamelo Ball is plus three ten to be the second pick. So you see what they're going here. They have Lamelo Ball either going first or dropping, and they don't have it be the the second pick. So then you get to Jordan. Lamelo Ball minus one eighty to be the third overall pick, Cam. That's crazy. There's no guarantee, bro. He goes third overall at all. I think there's value on the Okongu guy at nine to one, uh, Avia at fifteen to one. Hell, be he Topping top at seventeen to one. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. Like I, you know, is good, good. Like I said, <laughs> Topping <it> is
4: good. <laughs> but, but he's watch not a top I know. talent. Exactly. I get it. But here's the thing. It's what you talked about. That's why these trades are happening. Teams are, you said it, there's no absolute star. Take a look at these rumors and reports. Oh, we want this, you know, let's stockpile a 40th, a 42nd, a 35th, a 38th. They're going, you're basically saying I'm going to throw darts in like the second round of this draft and hopefully land, you know, some kid nobody's talking about. That's what they're trying to do. And I think that's the way you have to approach it. I'm with you, Gabe. It's probably not going to happen with Toppin, but he was a winner at Dayton. 17 to 1 is a very nice price, maybe worthy of a small dart.
3: All right, let's, so let's let's we'll get back to the NBA. Let's get into the to the Mac because these games are off at seven. We're gonna get into the UFC, we're gonna get into everything else as well. Yeah. I know who I'm pulling the trigger on already, uh, but we'll blast through it. So as I mentioned, uh, guys, uh ball state, um, uh, Ball State's 1-1. One and one. They lost their opener at Miami of Ohio. Remember, it was the, the overtime game, dramatic game, uh, 38-31. Then last week, they won 38-31 against Eastern Michigan. So we know, we know the Ball State offense is good. They put up 31 and 38 points in, in the two games. Uh, Pitt's a really good quarterback, Cam. They've got a ton of weapons, this team. The Cardinals are averaging f- over 500 yards a game, uh, 15th in the country. They're 32nd in the country with 270 passing yards a game. They're 15th in the country with 236. You want to talk about balance. That's balance. You're 15th in passing, 15th in rushing. No, I think Northern Illinois are going to be a little overwhelmed here, Cam. But the problem is, Northern Illinois are like legendary underdogs. And they're legendary road dogs. 35-16-2 and two in their last 53 games uh, on the road. Cardinals are not good home favorites either. Uh, One in five, the last six games as a home favorite. It's a tough spot, but I do think I'm going to play Ball State. I don't want to play the over, but it wouldn't shock me if I like the over better. I'll put it that way. It wouldn't shock me if Northern Illinois backdoored them.
4: It's not my favorite game. I would say out of the three, it's ranked number three. Uh, I would lean with you with the total, and man, we hit that total in that Kent State game. God, they just kept on. You want to talk? Wish we had alternate line there for that total. That was just scoring. Galore. I had in
3: game four. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh
4: yeah. It was already there at the half. Like I'm like, well, these guys, there's no defense here. Uh, I lean to Northern Illinois for all the points that you said. I think they're a less talented team, but you're giving these guys double digits right now. Ball State is very good. I think this game is gonna, Ball State is probably gonna win around between 10 and 13 points. I think the number is just a little bit too rich. As I said before, the worst game on the board, lean over, don't really like the game, small play on
3: uh, Northern Illinois. The problem with Ball State is, listen, Ball State are good and they are better than Northern Illinois. Listen, Ball State are one of these hype teams, dude. They got like 18 returning starters. Like they're yeah. they're they're really talented they've got like NFL caliber guys too they actually do have a couple of really good players on their team um they lost a heartbreaker in game one so that's the thing I I think I think ball State just sort of get it going tonight I think they they play two tough games you know two really competitive games I think tonight's the night where they just start playing pitch and catch I do like the game to get there as far as the total is concerned uh so I'm, I'm gonna lay the points with ball State Uh, And I know, listen, we're going to have more sound effects than Star Wars. We've got three back games coming up uh, later. (laughs) Get ready, Parker. Get ready. Game time is coming. This is
1: Sports Grid. Get on the grid.
0: I'm still on my own journey, but I wanna be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man, We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Gabriel Marinci, throwing it down with a raging redhead cam. Stewart Lou is reporting for duty. com. Let's cut the small talk because my back hurts today, Lou. How you doing, Lou?
5: <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. Hope all's well uh wherever you're you're listening.
3: Um uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing uh, we're doing good. We're ready, ready, mm-hmm. uh big night tonight, Lou. We got three college football games. We have the NBA draft, uh, that I know I know that uh, you've you've set everything aside so you can sit down and watch <laughs> <and> laugh that tonight. <laughs> That was a busy, <laughs> a busy day. Busy day for Lou today. It's like, nobody <laughs> bother me. At Clear the schedule. At night, right? <laughs> the NBA draft is on. I don't right. want to be bothered.
5: Right? Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Oh,
3: no. oh, oh. It was like NBA draft tonight. I did not know that.
5: <laughs> um, I knew that. I, I actually knew. I knew there was a draft, but I had no. I had no intention of watching it, and I couldn't tell you who's in it. <laughs> I can tell you, Chris. Chris Paul got traded to Phoenix. I can tell you that, uh,
3: Lou. So oh, you're caught that. up to date now. Yeah, Chris Paul. But Lou does know that it's UFC 255 uh, this week. He knows. Yes. He knows that. Uh, so um, share your knowledge uh, with us, Lou. It's all about the uh, the flyweights uh, this week. Got a couple of flyweight uh, champions uh, throwing it down, and uh, some of the top fighters in the world. Actually, Shishenko is one of the top fighters. You know, he could argue one of the top fighters of all time. She's that good, uh, right there with Amanda Nunes. So let's jump right into the card here. Obviously, uh, there was a um, uh, there was a, a change in opponent for Figueroa here, Lou. So talk to us. It was going to be Garbrandt. Now uh, it's Perez instead. Talk to us about the main event, Lou.
5: Yeah, so uh, if anything, Figueredo has to adapt in relatively short time to a new opponent. Uh, Garbrandt was going to stand there and and go toe-to-toe and test him, which wouldn't have done Garbrandt any good. And now uh, Figueredo has to adapt to a little bit more, a quicker fighter, maybe one that isn't going to engage him on the feet the way he wants. He's going to use leg kicks to try and get inside. And if he's smart, he's going to take a page out of the Juicy Formiga book and wrestle Figueredo up. Formiga beat Figueredo a year or two ago by just immediately closing distance clasping onto him and tiring him out late in the fight. Uh, I think Figueredo is going to be more prepared for that, but that will be the cat and mouse game between Perez and Figueredo. Figueredo will weigh in at 125 pounds uh, for this fight, and come fight night, he'll fight at 153 pounds. And so that right there tells you the size of the guy, the power. He's explosive. He's got bad intentions. And uh, chances are he's going to catch Perez trying to come in.
3: Yeah, you look at uh, you look at Figueredo, and I know that Perez. The talk is they want to wear him out and take it take it into deep waters and all that type of stuff. Well, that's all good, uh, but you look at Figueroa, and you know he's just a killer, an absolute killer, as you talked about. Benavidez first round, Benavidez second round, Tim Elliott first round. Um, You mentioned uh, you mentioned they're going to try to take the Formiga aspect. Perez is good. We talk about it, Lou, but is it just a little too quick too soon? I mean, he was supposed to fight Marino, right? And it was supposed to be some sort of a, all right, then the winner down the road, uh, the winner down the road will get a title shot. Now he sort of gets thrown in there right away. Is he ready for this? I'm not so sure.
5: You know, and and you wonder if it's almost by design, Gabriel, because they chose Perez. They could have chose Moreno. Moreno's a little bit more seasoned and and maybe would have given a better fight against Figueredo. In fact, that's my opinion. Yet he got overlooked. So, uh, you know, maybe they're trying to rebuild the 125 a little bit. But... uh, to answer your question, it is quick for Perez against this killer. Uh, again, it's easy to say go wrestle him up, but from the time that you go from outside a range to inside a range, you're in range. Well, Fandu
3: right now, will the fight go the distance? Yes, is uh, plus 310. So they do not think this fight is going the distance. <laughs> and for the record, uh, Figueredo right now is a minus 325. Uh, favorite. All right, so let's get into Shevchenko right now, uh, Lou. Uh, your your take uh, on on this fight, in which you know, right now, currently, wow, eighteen to one. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> eight, uh, You, eight you to can't one.
4: parlay
5: it. You can't do much with this one, Gabe. That's tough. No. no, no, you you have to do the unthinkable and put milk money on the underdog for crying out loud. But she has no. <laughs> or the, or underdog, the camp, underdog. Or you have to
3: pick this to the exact minute. Shevchenko via yes. knockout at three eighteen point seven <laughs> yes. seconds.
4: For minus 400? Yeah,
5: right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, Gabe, you got no, me no, there. No, That's no, exactly no. how you got about this fight. No, 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 but I'll uh, the
3: side. but how about that? How about this? So, okay. this is okay. the numbers right now. Method of victory, Shishenko by KO, TKO, minus 120. Shishenko, uh, uh, Shishenko on points, plus 195. Shishenko, uh by decision, plus 650. I don't understand this number, uh, these numbers no. here. But this is, the, I'm looking at it right now. I'm seeing it That's right crazy. now. I'm looking at this. Valentino well, Shashenko, wow. minus 120, KOTKO.
5: Right. And That's, if there's a points handicap, they're going to deduct three and a half points from the scorecard, or maybe it's five and a half if they're if they're giving you a points handicap. It's plus 195. For For you know what? For what?
3: For Shevchenko to win uh,
5: via uh, Via decision, decision. yeah. Yeah. As plus 195, no, as minus 195. Plus 195. For Shevchenko to win via decision? Yes, yes, I'm looking, Uh, guys, yes. I'm going to, I will pay pay, pay paying your money right now.
3: I know, I got into this last night, actually, with Steve Merrill, all right? I told him that FanDuel has BYU up at 39 and a half. He goes, it's 47 and a half. I said, it's 39 and a half. And he tells me it's 47 and a half everywhere. And I said, well, I'm not talking about everywhere. But right now, and I get it. It almost seems like you're right. It doesn't correlate, guys. And I hear what you're saying, Lou. And yeah, don't shoot the messenger, guys. I'm just telling you what to do. No, know. I know. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, we're not shooting the messenger. messenger. You're <laughs> saying well, we've you got an 18 to 1 fighter laying a buck 20.
4: I want to know I what the hell's going on, man.
3: Me That's too. what I want I to know. know. <laughs> <laughs> but I went my, my thumb and I cleared my screen a bit there, Cam, because I was like, I mean, am I yeah. reading this right? Uh, I'm like, yeah, yes. you got to add, add a couple zeros. Right. <laughs> Valentina Shevchenko by KOTKO, minus 120. Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, by decision uh, via points, they call it. Plus 195. Shevchenko by submission. I'm with you, Lou. This is like, just load the hell up right now.
5: You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Shevchenko tends to fight her fights to decision. It, is she just it, is that kind of a machine. Uh, Maya's tough. That said, Shevchenko's aware of it, and she could try and finish it. But to get plus money on on Shevchenko via decision seems a great opportunity. And if I was there, I'd surely be taking a look at that. Not only that, it's plus
3: six fifty. Uh, that so by submission is plus six fifty. By points, plus one ninety five. It's pretty pretty good number. You can get into yeah. The, I'm looking. The you know what? I. I'm confirming your story right now, and I'm just, like, I did the same
4: thing.
5: I'm baffled, man. Well, there, well, well, they're saying that, they're saying Shevchenko's going to finish her. Well, they're taking a position that they don't want Shevchenko inside the distance money. They'd rather have Shevchenko decision money. And I, I to me, I think that's, that's not how I read the fight. Uh, that said, I don't read every fight correct.
3: Lou Gamble.com. All right. Uh, Greece. I, I, I've wow. said it before and I'm gonna say it again. Great numbers at FanDuel, guys. Come yes. No question. <laughs> like this is this yeah. is wild. Yeah. Unbelievable. Great great numbers. All right. Mike Perry. <laughs> Mike Perry. Um, well, uh, FanDuel has Tim Means at plus 1,300. How do we not bet that? No, I'm kidding. It's plus uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I should have best when we're kidding. 13 I to had, 1. <laughs> I put out a, a more realistic number and said, oh, means Lou, how do we not get yeah. means at plus 10? What do you mean plus 10? <laughs> I agree? You get 10? Yeah. Like uh, no, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, I'm telling you, I, I swear to God, the same thing happened last night. This is if and I know FanDuel's watching. You guys gotta do a commercial. Your lines are so good, people don't believe it. Last night, I yeah. had a guest on BYU, are not 39 and a half point favorites. They're 47 and a half point favorites. And I got into like a 10 minute argument with him. Like, dude, like, he's like, it's a mistake. It's like, It was out of Seinfeld. It's a typo. It's Moore's, you idiot. Moops. Um, yeah, moops. <laughs> the answer is <Yo>. moops. <laughs> Mike Perry <laughs> minus 154. Tim Means mm-hmm. plus 126. That's the number. So Perry and Means.
5: Yeah, and what I'll say about FanDuel, and I'll congratulate him. I do a lot of these spots, and normally when I hear the pricing, I cringe because it's so terrible uh, compared to what I'm shopping. In this case, those are some awesome prices right there, and I'm I'm upset I can't uh, take advantage of them. But to answer Perry and Means, these are two bad hombres. Means is uh, legitimately... A polished mixed martial artist. Perry is not a mixed martial artist. He's a barroom brawler. He's crazy. <laughs> and uh and that's half of his shtick is is if he can get in the other guy's head. In this case, I don't think he's gonna get into Means's head with the vast experience Means has had and who he's been in with. As well, Means is gonna be the taller, longer fighter. I think Means is a live underdog here, guys.
3: I agree too. You're right. You're not gonna. You're not yeah. gonna out-thug and bully and intimidate. Uh, means like that's the thing with means is he hasn't won two straight fights since 2000.
2: SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24 seven. As our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: All right, we turn away for a couple of minutes and things get crazy in the NBA. Danny Green. All right, whatever team Danny Green gets traded to, I want in. Bet the NBA future they're going to win the championship. Congratulations, Philadelphia. You are the 2021 (laughs) NBA champions. Uh, Danny Green, of course, won the title. Won a title with the Raptors two years ago. Won the title this year with the Lakers. He won a title with the Spurs. He's turning into Robert Ory. Like, but he is, except, um, except Robert Ory hit shots late in games. That's the only difference. Uh, but True. Al Horford's out. It didn't take long. Uh, Al Horford's wife is ripping Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See this other
4: deal that just went through quickly, Gabe? Uh, another story just broke 14 minutes ago. Clay Thompson got hurt, uh, leg injury, undergoing tests. So this has just been a crazy day. Rumors, tests. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with the draft tonight?
3: Wow uh undergo testing in the next few days leg injuries suffered in a workout in southern california it's a veteran of severity of the injuries unclear uh reports Woj and cam stewart's a cam bomb all right let's uh cam. let's Lou, <laughs> Lou, Lou back Lou. in uh, here Ooh. damn blue all right Lou, so we're talking uh, quickly on the means so uh, you're liking means in this fight i brought up he hasn't won two straight fights since 2015 <laughs> does that concern you at all
5: no, because the fight against Daniel Rodriguez, who's also on this card, he came up with some mental issues that he, he was dealing with, and I'm willing to give him a pass on that. But it's going to be no cakewalk against Perry. Listen, Perry is used to fighting 10 guys at once. So Perry's going to come out there and do what he does. This is going to be one heck of a fight to watch.
3: I'd like to do hey, a Lou, whole question. Uh, do
5: what's sure. the poll question?
3: You Covington or Mike Perry.
4: <laughs> I'd say Colby Covington. I, I know, vote Covington. You know who's I would, crazy? I would no, vote who's Covington because I'd say Covington. I, no, what do you no, think? No, what okay. was the
3: question? Who's a bigger who's a jerk, bigger, Perry or Covington? Jim. Mike Perry is. Covington <laughs> well, is stick. actor. a stick a loser, like psycho in real life. Exactly. Colby Covington, Co- Covington is Covington.
5: an act. Covington is shtick. It's all shtick. Covington's—I've yeah. heard to be a pretty, pretty good guy away from the microphone. And I think Perry is. You, you see what you get is what you see, and what you see is what you get. And you better stand plenty far away because if you're an arm shot, <laughs> you're liable to get. Dropped, <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> including in a
5: car or on the street or in a gym. Or yeah, anywhere, that's the thing. Right? You
4: that's the best. Yeah, hey, anyway. you throw your vodka cranberry on Perry. Next thing you know, you got a hole in your face. Yeah, that's the last thing you want to do. Is uh, yeah, this guy's and a and will, room
5: animal. I will say this: there, there's another fighter on the card, Brandon Moreno. Uh, I think he's as loony as Perry is. the The issue is he doesn't. Ma- it doesn't manifest itself the same way. But he's got the same looking as I. No question about it.
3: I don't know how Perry didn't get charged for hitting that old man outside the bar in Florida last month. Or a couple can't, of can't. You ago. can't
4: do that. Yeah, you can't hit old men. I agree. Let's I'm okay, with if you, Abe.
3: If you. If you're in a bar. If you're at a bar and Mike Perry comes in, just leave. <laughs> like, I, I absolutely I'm out the door. I'm yeah, out the door. Leave. Yeah, out the back yeah, door. Yeah, don't Bye. take mom
5: to mind <laughs> my own
3: business. It'll be all right. No, no, no. no. Just leave. You're better off. Just Mike leave. Perry.
5: Okay. Mike Perry's the same as the fuzz. When you see them, they come this way. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Lou,
4: <laughs> hey That's Lou, what do you think about you, Yeah, are you exactly. I, know the, oh, oh, I know, trust me. We know the we know the fuzz, Lou. We we know them all. Like we're, it's not our first rodeo, buddy. What do you think about uh, the What do you think about the Scott? Uh, they qualify. What about Paul Craig? He's a buck eighty eight now in that fight versus Rua. What do you think about that one? Uh, is it parlay material, Lou, or what do you What do you think?
5: It's not a fight I'm looking at. Uh, listen, Rua, you want to give him heat? He's six and one in his last seven fights. Albeit he spaces them out and takes a judicious approach. That said, uh, these two guys fought earlier, and and Craig gassed himself so early trying to get him out of there uh, that he 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 blew the fight. And Hua, for his part, couldn't take a beat, but very good on the on the ground. And and Hua is good everywhere. So. Uh, I I think that uh, if, you, if you could have caught Craig at minus 130, minus 140, okay. But at his price now, uh, uh, even though yeah. I, who is old, I can't I, – that's not a dog I'm looking at. And I got a few dogs.
3: Uh, so what do you think about the Marino fight? We were talking about a Marino uh, against Roy Val. So you were talking about Marino's um, a few fries uh, short of a, a Happy Meal. Um, what about uh, this fight against Roy Val? Who's actually quite a badass too. I liked it. You got a lot of like mean that, dudes God. in the cage. I like this. I like I like Roy Val a lot. Backstage, there be a lot of tension uh, at the apex. Yeah. Uh, this, this. I like it.
5: You do it. And it's between the women and the men, it's all 125-pounders, which is interesting. This is the 125-pound fight, too. And Moreno, again, the guy who was supposed to fight Alex Perez that's now in the main event, he got passed over. He could have a pretty sizable chip on his shoulders for feeling like he got passed over for this. That said, they don't do him any favors with this kid, Roy Val, who they bring in uh, to fight against him. Roy Vals had just two UFC fights, but the kid's a killer, and he has future champions stamped all over him. Is he ready for Moreno's game right now? These are two evenly matched fighters. Uh, I happen to think that uh, whoever the dog would be in this fight would be who I take. Uh, Roy Val is a lefty, and he's going to be the taller man, but he's not going to have a reach advantage. So evenly matched fight. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, Roy Vale at plus one, I'm seeing plus plus one sixty, one seventy. Uh I, I think that's a bargain. I, I take Roy Vale as an underdog.
3: Lou, Gamblu.com with us. All right, Lou, before we get into some football uh, with you, anything else on the undercard that you're taking a look at you want to share with us?
5: yeah there is one there's another fight you got Alan Juban who's a long time UFC veteran um, but he's also segued into his second career uh, which is male modeling and le- legitimately he's a good looking guy and he, he models tuxedos and stuff uh, but at 38 years old he's at a crossroads he's fought, he's fighting a debuting fighter with a wrestling background in Jared Gooden 26 years old 12 years younger It this is such a terrible spot for Juban, who has uh, definitely acknowledged on interviews that this is a crossroads fight for him as to what he's going to do next if he wins, whether he loses. I don't think that's a great mindset uh, to be going into a fight with. And I'm going to take the debuting Gooden, who's a plus price against Alan Juban.
3: I like it. Not only, Lou, you talk about it. We always talk about, you know, the... The doubt, whenever there's a doubt of a fighter of his future and whether he wants to do it anymore. And then you throw in the fact that the dude wants to be a model. My face, my face, my pretty face. Like it doesn't <laughs> yeah. Against a newcomer that doesn't care. I want my money. I want to beat people up. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about my second career and it happens to be modeling. It's like, well, I got a little bit of concern then about this. you going into an octagon. I hear, I remember Eli- Elias Theodoro told me that, um, told me I hate getting punched in the face. I was thinking, well, you're in the wrong business. <laughs> 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 like, he actually Correct. told me, I said, to him, I said, what's the worst thing about being in the UFC? He goes, getting punched in the face. I was like, wow, well, this kind of like, no. you know, like most guys like it. They'll, they'll eat it. Ah, oh, do it again, right? Like, you know, but they don't like it. I was buddies with Heath Herring. And he's a big, tough guy and, He's hated it, too. I asked him, what's the game plan? He goes, not to get punched in the head.
5: <laughs> hey, I, I, talked to, I talked to a boxer once, and he told me something that it took me a while to understand. He's like, when I look across the ring from me, if I see a guy that's really pretty there, I'm much more worried than if I see a guy all scarred and nicked up. I'm like, are you kidding me? The scarred and nicked up guy is mean and rough. You can see how tough he is. Yeah, but he gets hit. He's like, "Well, well I go yeah. over and I see that hasn't been hit, I start to worry. It was an yeah, interesting yeah, take.
3: Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> it's it is, is a good take. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the one thing. And even Elias, not the greatest fighter ever, but he was awkward. And he would piss people off, Luke, because he wouldn't fully right. engage. Absolutely. Right?
5: Mm-hmm. He'd go Very sideways.
3: He'd, he'd kick you and punch you a bit. And then he, he'd sort of <laughs> dodge you for a minute. Right? And he'd win on points camp. And guys after yep. were like, dude, you didn't even really fight me. It's like, wow, yeah, well, I'm 11-1 and one in the UFC. Because for a while, exactly. people were like, you suck. Other fighters were jealous. They're like, yeah, Yo, you think you're cute. You suck. You don't even really fight. And he kept winning, right? And then finally, Dana got pissed off and said, no, no, no. I don't like-, like this game. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in against a couple of tougher dudes. He's like, hey, you're going to get exposed. Yeah. Uh, nice guy, though. <laughs> All right, Lou. NFL uh, football. Last I checked, Cam. The, the hook was gone. Your Seahawks were three and a half all week. Is it three still right now? I saw the hook was gone. Yeah,
4: it's three. It's three. Um, it's interesting, Gabe. And, you know, we look for the underdog on the show. I just, I think Seattle has a lot of, uh, you know, revenge in mind. Uh, they really pissed away that game against Arizona that one time. And and I told you, I really don't like what Pete Carroll's doing. And he got he got it from the Seattle media. I've been watching a lot of their stuff. And uh, they say he's got to be less conservative. Go for it. You know, we got to keep the ball. Russell Wilson, too, another thing. He's having problems with turnovers in the red zone. But this is the time to get right. You've you mentioned a good point it's like the tampa bay new orleans series uh, now new orleans has beaten them twice seattle can't afford a rising cardinals team to beat them twice in the 2-0 series matchup come playoff time i think seattle really shows up with their veterans i think they win by around a touchdown in this game the dog is very enticing though i totally understand a
3: people like arizona Lou, what's your take on thursday night football
5: Look ahead line a week ago was Seattle given five and a half. And so Seattle didn't look great and Arizona wins on a last second touchdown. And now the perception is completely changed. Seattle given just a field goal is a bargain because there's still a little bit of home field advantage up in Seattle in that the Cardinals have to travel. Furthermore, they travel then again next week to New England. So this is the first of a back-to-back road and an important game for Seattle, as Cam states. Uh, Seattle's going to have to do something with their defense. The good, the good news is that it's their pass defense that's so porous. And while Arizona did get that big touchdown late in the game, the fact remains they're doing most of their damage on the ground, and it's not Murray's arm or the wide receivers. So I think this sets up really good for Seattle Thursday night. And to be able to lay three and not the hook, I think, is is enough to entice me to recommend taking the game.
3: Lou, com, right? Lou, I think we got about a minute left or so here. Anything else in the NFL? What are you looking at this week? Some interesting uh, games. Packers, Colts uh, is an intriguing one, but what are yes. you looking at this week?
5: Guys, I'll get, just give you a tip. This is the second week in a row that I've been on a Cleveland under. I got 48 and a half this week. That number is down lower than that today. The weather reports that, the, that are put out by the weather services now are are acutely accurate. And to look on a Sunday night or a Monday morning at what the weather is going to be Sunday can really be helpful. And these games like Philly, Buffalo, Cleveland, Washington, that outside places in November and December have wind and snow, and it behooves you to take advantage early by taking uh, some opportunities and investing a little bit in adverse conditions. Uh, in this case, I, I expect on one of them, but the line is off the board. I like Miami and I like uh, Denver. To go under 45, but that that number has been taken down. Uh, there's quarterback questions in Denver. I just don't know how either team is going to score, but I give Miami the benefit of balance. So uh, once this number gets posted, or if you can see it there, I'd say 44 and a half or 45. Go under those numbers. Uh, I think that's a, that's a great position right there
3: love Lou and uh, the vo- vocabulary that it brings to our table. Not a lot of our guests use the word behooves. behooves. I'm a fan of the word behooves. I haven't I like heard it the too. word fudge in a long time. And uh, yep. of course, uh, don't forget <laughs> about Conway's cattle <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks to com for joining us. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get in all the NBA craziness in the next hour. Pete Annapolis is gonna step up and and uh, join us. But we've got Mac football. Let's get down to business. I'm taking ball state minus 14. I'm taking NIU Ball State over 59. Um, I always buy half points if I can. Eastern Michigan plus seven. Toledo, Eastern Michigan over 62, Central Michigan plus one. Western Michigan, Central Michigan, over 59. So to repeat, I'm laying the points with Ball State, and I'm taking the over. I'm taking the points with Eastern Michigan and going, taking the over. And uh, I'm taking the one point with the home team and uh, my Chippewas, uh, plus one. And I'm going to go over 59 in that game. So over in all three games, favorite in the first game, dogs in the next two. What you got, Cam?
4: We almost have the same card except for the one game. I'm taking a shot with Northern Illinois at plus 15, laying a little bit more juice to get the half point. I'm doing a two-game bet with Central Michigan money line and Central Michigan plus one, and we're both on the Eastern Michigan Eagles plus seven. I bought the half point there as well. Not playing with totals, just sides tonight. See what happens, but uh, two out of three, we have the same. The only difference is I have Northern Illinois, you a ball state, and that's a very difficult game.
3: I'll tell you what, man, um, Eastern Eastern Michigan have been good to us. I'm just not going to get in front of this. I don't know, Ken, people yep. are talking about Toledo. Toledo are going to be in a bad mood. They're going to be mad after blowing the game last week. I don't know, dude. They're kids. They could be depressed. Yeah. Like, it's a – I agree. I'm telling you guys, the bounce back theory is much bigger with professionals than it is with college kids. I agree. Like, you know, Here's I was Florida State yeah. bounce back every week. Oh, it's a bounce back. Yeah, They've been trying to bounce back for three years. Michigan, bounce back spot for Michigan. The kids on Michigan look like they're going to start crying soon on the sidelines.
4: I they know. Bounce they bounce back anyway. No, <laughs> Gabe, if there's so, a way you want to attack the game other than that, a Toledo, if Eastern Michigan covers both ways, Toledo Ball State money line parlay is only to minus 157, which is significant because Ball State's favored by 14 and a half.
3: All right, we can hit this by the other side as well.